go ahead and start with your tink, dude. And welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creatively Talented Podcast brought to you by us over at AtoZHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. Relax, Jack. I'm, I'm not going to tell on you. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who, underneath, really just wants to know he can get a guy like me. It's Mark. <laughs> I hope I can. I've been trying my whole life. <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. And this week, we watched 2018's Cam, which was a Mark pick, and we will dive all the way into that real soon. And when we do, we're going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of it. And this one is higher on the list of spoilers are important for than some are, so fare ye be warned. And hey, we yeah. do have a Patreon going, but we're not where your money should be going to. So, as it has been for like two years, all of our Patreon proceeds are going to Feeding America. You get it over to patreon.com slash ATOZ Horror, support the show at your level of choosing, get some cool perks for your troubles, and know your money's going somewhere better than our dumb asses. But if you can't swing that right now or just don't want to, we just appreciate you being here, hanging out with us. But do try to do something you can for someone who needs it. BlackLivesMatters.carrd.co remains a good list of ways you can contribute to the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, trans, there's a bunch of good trans charities in Texas and Idaho that currently need your help. Women's rights and access to abortion in Idaho is also currently a disaster that needs your help. Just give some, Ukraine still needs a lot of help. Give, give someone, do something you can for someone who needs it. Not a lot of people need it. Even if it's a sure. smile, you know? Yeah. Smile at somebody. Say hi. Sure. Be that. neighborly. Yeah. Tell women to smile more, says Jake. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I am not on record. But if you need a little escapism, hopefully you can have some fun in the horror world with us for at least the next little bit. So, boys, you know what that means. It's time to do the game drunk parts on that score. Let's do beers for fears. Hey, Jake. Hi, Jack. First, what did you think of one of my smoothest intros to date? It was pretty good. I think it was smooth. Had a great joke in it, too. I'd, I'd like Thank to say you. that it was smooth. Can I use Thank that you. word to describe you it? Can. Smooth? Well, cool. he sure just can. described it. Well, no, he, he didn't. I did. And second, what are your beers for these fears? Uh, Sierra Nevada makes a beer called... Wild little thing. It's a slightly sour ale, and I don't think it really requires all that much explanation for this film. It's a film about cam girls. Wild little things. Whatever. I mean, I don't care to go into that much detail. Is this detail. in the hazy little thing family? Uh, I mean, it it's is. in the little thing family, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I don't actually, I'm sure hazy came out before this. Yeah, I've seen hazy for a lot longer than that. Okay. But I do like that choice because, like, specifically her show is what like she's famous Pushing for the boundaries of repeatedly yeah. on, yeah. on these well, shows. Yeah. She becomes famous. You see it from the beginnings, right? Wasn't that her first su- spoilers, first suicide show? It's but unclear, I so, yeah. but I think it's it was, the one that breaks yeah. her into the top fifty. Yeah, way, Jake, I like it. I uh had a kind of tough time, especially because I wanted to try to I went to a brewery here in Honolulu last night, the Lokahi Brewing Company, and I wanted to try to get a growler from that to use for this movie, so my options were fairly limited. But I ended up getting a PRT blonde ale. That's the letters P and R and then a hyphen and then the word T T E A uh blonde ale. Um which is what? fucking delicious. I'm enjoying it. It is it's like a party. Uh, it's a party it, in a glass. It, I mean, it kind of is. It's infused with mango and pineapple tea, and it's a Blondale. It's pretty good. The reason I got this one is because her alternate name that she has to use to fight with the doppelganger that takes over her account is Mr. Teapot. And then also she changes to a blonde at the end of the movie. So that's the best I can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Drink local, you know? Drink local, Um, yeah. It's a good beer, though. Mark, how about you? What are your beers for these beers? Hey, speaking of drinking local, um, I've actually never had anything from this um, company before. It's Radio Brewing Company in Kellogg, Idaho. I don't even know where the mm. fuck that is, but it's you Idaho. You know where Kellogg is. 
Um, <laughs> Idaho Sexy is what I'm drinking. This is a Huckleberry Wheat Ale, but again, yeah. much like Jake's, does not require a lot of explanation. Yeah. It's got yeah. a sort of pin. Much like Jack's, also Jack's didn't require a lot of. It was spot on. I think I liked yours, Jack. It just required a little more explanation. <laughs> Explanation's <laughs> not bad. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. But yeah, there's like a little. There's a pinup girl on this. She's fly fishing. Idaho Sexy. Watched a movie about cam girls. Boom. Done. Nailed it. Totally. I like it. Very solid. But drinking beers and watching the movie Cam isn't the only thing we've done at the course of the last week, and it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, we might have also experienced some other shit in the horror world, so why don't we talk about it starting, of course, with paying up on lost beers for fears. So let's cue that sound effect. Mmm, beer. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. What an idiot! You suck, you jackass! I have one to talk about in this segment. Do either of you boys have any? Oh, I have yeah. one. I have two. Okay. Mark, why don't you hit us? Okay. For something, I had to watch Harbinger Down. Yeah. I'm with you on this, so we'll share <laughs> Oh, you watched Harbinger Down, Yeah, this Down is too. for Digging Up the Marrow. We both lost. Oh, gotcha. Digging Let's up- go. What was the theme? Uh, other movies with monsters. Sure. You can't be creative every time. I don't think I've ever heard of this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what it was. Movies about monsters. You specifically emphasized plural. Yeah. Monsters. This one's an interesting take on that. This but... one has one monster well, in it. Ish. Ish. I've yeah. never heard of this movie. Why don't what you is? start talking about it, just starting with what it is? Okay, so you know how people like movies like The Thing and Sea Fever? Yes. Uh, this, is those. this is a bad version of that, those <laughs> movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, watch Sea Fever. Don't watch Harvard. Sea Fever was great. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so to give you a quick synopsis, though, there's a, a, a ship called the Harbinger. It's in the Bering Sea, and they haul up this big old chunk of ice. Uh, what do you think they then do, Jack? Take a wild guess. Start getting sick. and uh, Horror being... ensues. They start yeah. getting horror ensued. Well, you're forgetting okay. the part where they a Russian cosmonaut space a... vessel fell and become insta-froze in the ice. Containing... There's almost no important part in this movie, Mark. Yeah, true. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I mean, this is a lower-budget movie, but... It is exactly what Mark said. This is a kind of it's shitty budget, take on... It's not micro-budget. It's not micro-budget. No, there's actually some decent effects from They're, time like, to time. They, sh- they have full sets and costumes, yeah. and yeah. the monster is like yeah. a It's just a shitty movie. Thing. I mean, it's going back into... It's like, do you like 80s thing with a little bit of, like, shbleh? And then they give you too much of the shbleh? I think I made way that too, exact same sound twice, shbleh. which is remarkable, considering I don't even know what the sound is. <laughs> Like you can run Average that back. Average rating of three point eight out of ten. I'm seeing here. Yeah, nice. That sounds about right. I okay. think I would personally give it a little higher, just because, like Mark just said, there's some budget here. But I'm it's, not sure I it's, would. It's trying. It's kind of trying to be bad. There's there's like one or two charming parts about it. How fucking asshole-ish the professor is that likes leading yeah. the crew is. Lance Henderson's in it. Yeah, Captain. that's true. He's 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 the star power behind this movie. Yeah. Is is Bishop from Aliens? <laughs> Fair enough. So that kind of tells you what you need to know. I think. Yeah. 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 This could one hundred percent been have been a Sci Fi Channel original movie, and I would have believed that actually. Um, <laughs> I yeah. like that. I don't okay. know if it's free anywhere. I paid money to watch this on Amazon. We which, get too much oops. money. That's too much money. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Win some, lose some. Say love me. Yeah. I like it. We both watched it. That was Harbinger Down, just to say the Harbinger name Harbinger Down. Yeah. It's from Thank 2015. You. I lost for Femptyman, The Empty Man. Um, and so I had to watch a movie called Under the Silver Lake, which is like a, what, 2014 A24 era, I think. movie. Andrew Garfield A24 movie. Yep. Is it is it A24? Yes. I didn't realize it. It's because uh, it's uh, pretty old, I thought. Um, or, I mean, not pretty old, but 
Um, whatever. Uh, oh, 2018 I'm seeing here. I was wrong. Either way, I lost for The Empty Man. I'm assuming, what, psychological thrillers was the theme of this poll? Weird shit Your guess going is as good as any, my man. This movie's a fucking mess, boys. But I kind is it really? of enjoyed okay, this movie. I was, I was literally, like, hand gesturing off off mic to Mark, like, have we done this? Because I was having such hard deja vu, but I was expecting no. you to go into some wax poetic. Now we're back. I'm back. So have, back, are we, have we done this? Have we reviewed this? Or has, has he Jack talked, about, talked about it? No, was... the reason it sounds familiar is because when we talked about it coming up as a review he needed to do, I said it's not a horror movie because I've seen it. No. I actually, I actually rather this like this movie. An erotic no. thriller slash black comedy that's is not it very really? erotic or very funny. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's unerotic. It's unerotic. It's an unerotic thriller that's trying to be an erotic thriller. I Look, I enjoyed <laughs> the scene-to-scene direction of this movie. Like, each of the scenes are, are cool, and it's really heavy conspiracy theory shit. Like, this is ultra-conspiracy theory, weird, you know, kind of like uh, folkloric, like, uh, I don't know, pop psychology, you know, myth, myths and legends. Yeah. Um, and then conspiracy theories, and then eroticism, and then... <laughs> except not. The homeless king, except not. Okay. It's very strange. A Jimmy Simpson appearance, though. I wasn't expecting that. Hey, that was wonderful. Yeah. That's got a pretty nice. good cast. Um, this movie is like two and a half fucking hours long, yeah. though. That's too long. It's way too long. I paid pa- to rent this on Amazon. I think it's free with a Showtime subscription, okay. which I do not have. Is and, Andrew uh, Garfield currently? the main guy? Yes, he is the main. Andrew Garfield is the main guy. Yeah. Uh, and he is good, but he's like more charming and goofy than works for this movie. <laughs> he's like. Not that far off of playing Peter Parker, like when he was Spider-Man, but it doesn't work so well in this movie. He's a little little more grim about it, but it's, it's a strange movie. A little more grim. Okay. Very weird. I'm trying to figure out what movie it was that you were recently talking about that I mistook this for. I don't know. Uh, I talked, uh, there's there was, the, let's see, like a Swedish un- movie about a lake that yeah. I yeah. watched recently. Finish one. Yeah. That I one. Can't finish. I can't remember what that one's called, Lakes, but I watched man. that last you know? couple weeks ago or whatever. Yeah, it was that uh, one. That sure. movie's a lot better than this one. I kind of liked it, but... Damn, it's a mess. <laughs> oh, you kind of liked it. I did. I, I kind of like enjoyed it. That was it. a lead you buried. I don't know. I was not. No, I said that you were that. just you were just lost in thought. I usually am. Lots of pontification yeah. over here. I mean, yeah, I can't I, recommend I, it. I it's so fucking long. I just would have never thought that we would be talking about it on this. Like I said, podcast. yeah, not a horror. Movie. Blame the patrons. Or the person who made No. Uh, I can't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can and will. Let's cue Scatman. No. I have another. Oh shit! I said I had two. Big no, league this week, I wasn't Jack. Listening Big to you league. Then. Just don't don't blame me when I have no more after this. Okay. This is what happens when we take off like three weeks from recording. Is I have two lost beers for fears and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Cool, that's fun. Okay, <laughs> I also watched Night of the Comet, which was uh, I lost Children of the Corn and made a poll about watching other 1984 movies. Okay. Uh, that's where my creativity was at that point in time. This. Do you guys know anything about this movie? I have no, no. idea. No. So it was made in 1984. You should have said that. I literally just told you. Good work. I don't know go. that to be true. I think you're you're mistaken. Maybe. Uh, well, if it's an IMDb question, then you're never gonna know. <laughs> but in any case, this is a movie about a night where a comet passes by Earth. Oh, title yeah. shocking. Um, <laughs> and what happens is to put it in as simple a form as I can, everyone on Earth sort of disappears or becomes zombies, except for teenagers a small number of teenagers who were proximate to like steel at the point in time when the comet crossed the earth's path so you had some teens that were banging in an arcade they they survived you had a dude who was asleep in a truck he survived and it's kind of just them against zombies uh this is actually 
a really good example of a movie if you want to just get fucking lit up and eat some pizza and watch a movie on a Friday night, like a mid-80s movie. Is this what this you did? is a pretty good one for that. Is that that sounds did? fun. No, oh. I didn't. I watched it on a normal evening. No beer. No beer in hand. Hmm. Okay. I cried one tear. Um, <laughs> it's it's not a it's not a good movie, but it's good in that mid eighties sense, in considering what I just told sense. you. Yeah. Uh, one but other noty, noteworthy sense. element about this was this is probably the only time I've seen a zombie use a weapon in the way it's used in this film. The first kill, a zombie like just straight up runs at a dude with a pipe wrench and kills him. I don't think I've ever seen that before. <laughs> That's pretty hmm. good. So it's 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 a unique take. It's very high art. I'm trying yeah. to think if they're if the rage zombies from 28 days. I can't. Yeah, I, I went. I don't list think, of like. When's I was the last... trying to think of the uh, uh, last man. St- I am legend. Zombies use a weapon. Mm, no, they're so. like naked vampire people. Yeah, yeah. I th- this was. I could not think of another example, and I know they're out there, and people are probably yelling at me right now because I'm a zombie guy. Uh, I can't think of any. I mean, I think there's one of the Dawn of the Dead films from like the original uh, prior to the reboot was. Didn't one of them use a gun? Like they taught it to use a gun, and that was like oh, the end <laughs> of the so. movie. Yeah. That's, That's ringing right. a bell. Well, this is a yeah. zombie that just straight up runs up. It's like pipe wrenched. Okay, it's there you go. It's a weird. Gotta thing. look out for that. Solid. Eat pizza, drink beer. Consider this movie. I like it. Now, Scatman. Yeah, you can do it. Scatman's world. I have, uh, let's see, two movies and two television shows to talk about in regular Rocking Horror Worlds. I'll start with the television shows, because both of them are horror-ish, verging on horror. The first one being Severance. Uh, This is an Apple Plus TV show. Do I have either of you guys heard about this? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. It's a show, and I'm Jake. (laughs) Mark, you said you've seen it? No. No, heavens no. Uh, this is an Adam Scott t- television show. It's uh, like the concept is a Black Mirror e. I'll tr- spoilers are important here, so I'll, I'll like try to describe it in non-spoilery terms. This is a set in like kind of present day, but like you know, uh, a giant company has a division of employees who are the quote-unquote severed, which is as soon as they cross the threshold of their workspace, they lose all of their memories from the outside world and can only make memories of the inside world, and then vice versa when they leave. Um, So essentially they create a new person who is at work, and then they kind of just like wake up when they leave, um, and then it turns out the company is, that's they're not doing the work they think they're doing. Dun-dun-dun! And Adam Scott is trying, he's one of the severed employees, he's trying to get to the bottom of it. It is very horror-y, like in weird Black Mirror-y psychological concepts, uh, and it's very, very good. I kind of love it. It's It's like like the inverse of that Ben Affleck movie, Paycheck. Never heard of that. Hmm. (laughs) I don't remember that either. Ben Affleck Uh, and Uma Thurman. I think I can highly recommend the show. I think both you guys would like it, Jake, less so because uh, it's definitely like a show. And I think the first season isn't quite <laughs> over. Um, really? It's but it's it's very episodic. Like you it said is it's very. Apple TV? It is Apple Plus or whatever, whatever Apple TV Plus, whatever you fucking call it. Oh yeah. Um, and it's very good. The last episode, the season finale, comes out next week. I think uh, as we record this, there's like ten episodes in the first season, but it's fucking worth a watch. It's I'm loving it. It's and so how good. horrifying is it? It is. There are individual scenes that are very, very much shot like a horror movie, but it is, I'd say, you know, th- more thriller than horror for sure. But psychologically, it's it's as horror-y as most episodes of Black Mirror. Okay. I mean, that's is substantial, so I'm, I'm yeah. cool with that. Absolutely. The other TV show I want to talk about, I've only seen one episode of, but it's uh, Moon Knight, which is on uh, Disney+. Okay. Plus. This is- Mark has things to say. 
I, the I don't. He does. I didn't love the first episode, but it is also, this is very horror as well, and also psychologically weird, because this is about a guy, the, the titular Moon Knight, uh, is played by Oscar Isaac, who is a person with multiple personality disorder, and one of his personalities is the superhero Moon Knight. Um, and so it's it's very horror in like him transitioning between personalities and so then it's the like Egyptian split. gods, etc. It's split, yeah. Uh, okay. Very horror But the other interesting thing about this one and its connection to horror is Benson and Moorhead uh, directed a bunch of the episodes of this first season. No it's shit. almost impossible to tell who directed... Like I, I've looked at four different sources online and they all say a different thing about whether or not they directed this first episode. Um, I don't think... Their names were not in the credits of the episode itself, so I'm going to go with I no. Say no. Yeah. Uh, but they, it's clear that they have directed a bunch of the episodes that are going to come out, so I'm very excited for those because I like Benson and Moorhead quite a bit. Yeah, I think we all do. Which, I, like, I like the things they come out with, but I could not tell you a single consistent thread amongst their movies other than that two of them are set in the same thematic universe, but... Other than that, I mean, it's interesting exploration. Of, like, I, I, they're, they're, I like the character studies they do of like absurd situations and like a deep but subtle character study on one or two people. That's Seems true. They're, they're probably the most likely to make a movie where I would like to be extremely high on hallucinogenics to watch it. Wow. Sure. <laughs> but uh, either imagine. way, Jasper, no, I guess. Oh my god! Uh, dude. I don't need to recommend Moon Knight because if you want to watch it, you're going to be watching it. Otherwise, you won't, and that's. Always what, you know, but what if you don't know Marvel shows it? are, then you're not going to watch. Oh, it. it's Marvel. It's a Marvel show. Yeah, yeah. It's you a Marvel, Marvel and show. Disney property. If you don't know about it, then I don't know what you're doing. I, I don't live in the Marvel Disney universe. They are advertising the fucking shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'll tell you that much. It's impossible. <laughs> I don't know where I live. I live somewhere. Either way, that's going to be a nice transition into the first movie I want to talk about because I watched The Endless again. Oh, nice. Um, Love yeah, th- this is. I watched this because I saw a tweet from Benson that said we just put like he sent a link to a YouTube video, which is the entirety of the endless for free on YouTube, and he's like, "This isn't illegal. This isn't not allowed. We put this on YouTube for free in the United States. It's still up as of the recording of this episode. Huh. I don't know why they did that, but they put the entirety of the movie, The Endless, up for free on YouTube. Um, only Sweet. in the United States. So sorry about that if you're not inside the United States. But use a VPN. Uh, yeah, also, by the time you hear this, it might be gone. But might be gone. I don't know how long it's going to be up for. But fucking watch this movie if you haven't. Now, there's never been a better time. This movie's really good. Time bendy, culty weirdness, and a really deep character study of the two brothers who are involved in it. Um, yeah, and got great. out, and then go back to it. It's really it's fucking one of their good. best. Just it like is. all of their others. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. I highly recommend it, and it's free on YouTube. The yeah. last one I have to talk about, Mark. I believe you watched this recently. I watched the Jack in the Box Awakening. Hell yeah, yeah dude! Wait, <laughs> did I watch Awakening? You watched, I watched Awakening. I just watched the original. Oh, you did. Oh, you watched the original. Jack okay, watched well, I watched the, the sequel of, and have not watched recent. the original yet. Now I can't remember um, if I watched the Awakening as well. I don't think I have. I, I, now Mark, that you this is the Awakening. The is uh, I'll, I'll describe the plot to you briefly, and you can tell me if this is the one you saw. A elderly ailing mother and she's very wealthy she lives in a mansion with her son who is her caretaker her adult son who is her caretaker and the staff they have staff at this house like a staff of four of like a a cook and gee i wonder how many people die in this movie (laughs) (laughs) three um and then the 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 protagonist of this movie is a young woman who is hired on to be a maid i think at the place or just a general you know help out with stuff Mm -hmm. around the place and the Jack in the box. The mother has a Jack in the Jack in the box from the first movie, I assume, and is trying to use it to gain immortality. And you know, horror. Wait, this is not a prequel. This is a sequel. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. There, there is no explanation. She just has this box. 
and uh, it's like historical. Is there is there a chance that it's an anthology series? I suppose there's a chance. The name of Awakening, just this one it, demon fucking it, people up. Well, maybe I, the name Awakening made me think it had to be a prequel, but it feels to me like they described a little more of the origin of this Jack in the Box in the first movie than they do in this one. You watched I mean, the first yeah, one as well, the, so I haven't I seen Awakening. I have Christ. seen the original. Okay, one. good. I went Explain. back and checked my my thing. And there is a significant part of the first one, which is like one of the most tropey horror background things of just like they go to a demonologist. He pulls up the Wikipedia right. page for the Book of a Bremelin, and there's a demon, a German demon called like Jack and Boxen or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jack and Boxen. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, he hides in boxes and then he'll eat your soul. And he has to eat five of you. And then once he's done with that, he goes back into his box until somebody opens it back up or something. Like yeah, that. once he eats five people, then he grants a wish to someone, I think. I don't even know the- if there was a wish involved in the, the first the one. Pre- this one is a wish, and the mother wishes to cure her cancer or whatever. Wait, she's... you feed him five people, and then whoever the first person he sees is like, you actually get a wish. I think so. Yeah, you that's, what I, that's how go. I understood it. What a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, how um, are the effects on Jack and Boxen? Great, and they show a lot of it, and he's yeah. really creepy. It looked cool. Uh, I liked it a lot. The thing that pisses me off about this movie is it's got like the what would you call it, blocks on a, on a wire, you know, that you can, like, rotate to, to spell out different things. There's a yeah. different letter on each side of the block, yeah, yeah. and they say Jack in the box or whatever. They say five different things in this movie, and there's they're, they're clearly, they have four sides to each. There is no possible way that these letters, like, to get all of these configurations of these rotating letters, it's infuriating, and they feature it heavily in this movie. Huh. I hated that part. How'd you watch it? I watched, I rented it on Amazon, I believe. Let me just check my notes here. I think that's right why I haven't Amazon. gotten around to it yet. I was I was waiting yes. to see if but it came out free somewhere. You know, it's one of these movies. Like it's a PG thirteen horror movie. I believe it would have oh, been one really? that would have been great to watch in the theaters. I think so. Um, was it a theatrical release? Uh, I mean, it would I'm saying it would have been like one of those movies. You know, that would have been fun to go watch in the theaters. I it's, didn't know it was of that ilk. It's it's pretty tight. You know what you're getting. They execute it well. I enjoyed this movie. I can give this a recommend. Yeah, Check cool. it out. I would bet uh, going off of the first one. I would bet that this movie had a lower budget than Harbinger Down. I really now need to know, I'm looking, what the budget of Harbinger Down was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's I'll not come on back Wikipedia. To you Jake dives into a rabbit that. hole, doesn't talk for another two minutes. <laughs> It'll be like one. Um, that's all I've got. Mark, what about you? I got two to talk about. So first off, uh, 47 meters down. Oh, yay. I've seen this one. I think. You have? I think so. God Mandy damn Moore? it, Jack. You never talk Why'd about you the movies this? you watch. Why'd you know, you watch Mandy it? Moore? <laughs> yes, it's Mandy Moore. I've seen at least part of this movie. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is free on Hulu. Uh, continuing my string of laundry folding movies. This was one we put on a couple weeks ago. Um, this is... Oh, let me just get this out of the way. Fucking love... As far as, as far as shark movies go, it's obviously not in the same tier as Jaws. But once we get below that, past that conversation, this is a fucking awesome movie. Um, this is a, so Paris sisters, one of them is Manny Moore go on a diving expedition, um, where they're, you know, they're not qualified scuba divers. I think one of them is, um, and then shit goes wrong in the boat and the, the shark cage they're in plunges, you guessed it, 47 meters down to the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. Um, and they're trapped down there. They can't swim up because there are sharks in the water. There are so with, many sharks, as I recall, so many murderous sharks, um, this movie has a few extremely cool shots in it, one of which is uh, at one point they leave the cage and swim, not vertically, but like horizontally off to get something that the boat dropped to them. Um, and 
one of the sisters has to stop and like look over an edge that plunges off into nothingness, which I think we've collectively talked about is like one of the scariest fucking uh, parts of deep sea diving and subnautica and whatever we've done water episodes on this shit. Um, Loved that. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, I'm trying not to give too much away, but the, climactic scene of this movie is also very well constructed i would say there's a lot of things look if you're a professional scuba diver and you care about the science of scuba diving skip it skip this one hard <laughs> uh, unless you're good at uh at suspending you know, not your caring about that stuff because yeah. this is nonsense it is hot nonsense no one on the set of this movie gave a shit at all about the science of what would happen to your lungs if you suddenly plunged 150 feet into the depths yeah. Yeah. And Mark, if, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this one where they have to swim upwards like a little bit so they they, they have like so they communication the headsets on? Oh, okay. And they can only talk to the people if they swim upwards a little bit, like towards the sharks. Am I remembering yeah, that they right? start. Yeah, they start to do that, and because they they're completely cut off at the bottom, and then they do at one point they do swim up a little bit, and they can start to hear people, and then it's but it's still like in and out in a, in the typical horror fashion where you only catch like snippets. Yeah. Um, I would give this a recommend. Like I said, it's on Hulu, which mm. I feel like is a pretty common service. So if you have it and you're looking for, look, the world's getting hey, a little warmer fun right watch. now. It's yeah. springtime. Uh, if you're if you have some some wanderlust for beaches and vacations and swimming and shark movies that will inevitably be coming at you this summer, you can. Or if you live in Honolulu, it's 86 degrees or and sunny. If you live in yeah, if you live in Honolulu <laughs> oh or Florida God, or one hot. of those nice places. Uh, it yeah. is too hot, Jake. I'm sweaty all the time. Yeah, yeah I could, 86 I could, I could and humid. Do it. I'm. Look at me. I couldn't do it. 86 is fine. 86 and humid. 86 is, is still too hot, but it 86 and humid hot. would murder me. It gets up to be like 110 years. Yeah, I hate so, it. I mean, like 86 at it. that point is a, hate it. is a dream. Well, but not the humidity part. I would take 100 and like 2% humidity. I would take 100 in Boise over 90 here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty you easy. Anything else to say, Mark? Uh, I have another movie to talk about. Oh. Well, can I interject with the Harbinger Down thing? Yes, please. Uh, it was a rabbit hole. You were right. Guess what? This movie was a Kickstarter movie. Oh, nice. At the time of funding, it was the highest gro- grossing, do you want to call it grossing, highest funded sci-fi slash horror project in Kickstarter history. Guess how much it made on Kickstarter. Give uh, one guess. $400,000. $100,000. Grand. Jack was closer. He, he and If this is Price is Right, Mark would win. It was three fifty. Okay. Uh, Don't know how much the budget ultimately was because, you know. But that's what it, that's what it funded at was three hundred fifty thousand dollars. What a, actually did... three eighty four three eighty four Jack you were right on it pretty much Hell except yeah, you know dude. you busted so go ahead nice. Mark back to you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Get interjection. Yeah, um, I thought so. Second movie I watched um, forty seven meters down uncaged. <laughs> <laughs> did you do these in sequence or like different nights? Uh, different nights, but yeah. I watched them in sequence. It was like a Sunday and then a Monday or something like that. Mm. We didn't know we were doing this initially, and then I enjoyed watching 47 Meters Down enough. And I remember liking the look of 47 Meters Down uncaged when we did it on HRR. I don't. Um, so this one is a little bit different. This is... Um, it's still two, it's still a pair of sisters, and then there's two other divers that are like their friends from high school um, that go diving in a cenote in Mexico. Right. Um, okay. And they're exploring an underwater, like, flooded Mayan yeah. city, Fuck I think. Fuck shit. That's and right, yeah. And they're sharks. The and they're <laughs> special sharks, blind sharks oh, that right, are particularly bloodlusted. So they have, this, they have this scene at the beginning where they have to explain there's, like, one fish um, that, that, you know, I'm pretty sure this fish does exist that has no eyes, and they're, like, swimming around, like, oh, it adapted to living in a cave. It's evolved for so many years. It doesn't have eyes. And then, boom, blind shark right behind him. Um, 
This one excels in the same way that the first one does, where there is almost a shot-for-shot like remake of probably the best scene in the first movie. Um, they play a lot with light in this one, obviously, because you're cave diving instead of just open water diving, and I think for the most part that works. The issues that the first one has, where you have to completely suspend your disbelief of all physics, um, they double down on that here. There's almost literally a portal to hell in this movie. And that they explain okay. by hand waving and saying tides. <laughs> <laughs> Did I invent that this one features a goblin shark when they're way down deep? Um, they kind of looks like a goblin shark because goblin sharks okay. have the weird like shrivelly eyes, but I still terrifying. think it's supposed to be canonically a gray white. Okay, I need um, to look up what a goblin shark looks like. It's fucking it's one terrifying. Of those, yeah, they're they're freaky looking. Um, they're also not. I mean, whatever. Um, super super rare. Oh, those. Yeah, they're cool. I, I think 47 Meters Down is probably the better movie because there's less suspension of disbelief, if you can believe that, uh, of the <laughs> I two. Can't. But my wife enjoyed Uncaged more. They're both actually pretty fun in the grand scheme of shark movies. There's a lot of shitty ones out there. And these um, aren't that. They're these, just kind of fun. These aren't that. These are ones where you know there's going to be, um, like, there, there's going to be a bloodbath. But it's going to be fun. Like I, the other shark movies I go back to that I think about are like, what was the one? Was it the Reef or something like that, where the the people in Australia have their boat flipped over and they're like swimming on a life raft and they're slowly getting picked the up reef, one by yes. one. That one was just fucking miserable. I mean, it was a fine movie, but no fun whatsoever. Yeah. Or like open water sucks. Yeah, open water is just Slog. like a grim march toward death. Mm-hmm. Um, the Shallows. Both both of these movies were more fun to me than the Shallows. Okay. Okay. Um, the shallows was kind of fun. Shallows was kind of fun, um, but it's just like one person. I feel like you kind of need the, the 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 back and forth between multiple characters. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I guess in the shallows, she had like the surfers that she was talking to briefly. But um, whatever. If we're if we're ranking like modern shark movies, obviously outside of the Jaws franchise, these it's might can't be by a with a bullet. It's it's going to be the forty seven meters down group. <laughs> no floating hotel room, Jake. It, that did look weird. I agree. I guess yeah. Now I gotta watch that one just to see. Don't tell. But I, I guess I went on a I went on an aquatic voyage. This Don't last, do this. These last few weeks. I feel like you're doing it because I've been just nonstop ragging on shark movies lately. I don't know. Okay. I, I that did not factor into this calculus. It will now, and I'm upset by it. Well, I haven't done anything yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see. I can. Tell. I wasn't gonna. You're mad at me now. Is that what you're saying? I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. No. <laughs> Jake, I take it from your earlier comments. You have no actual HRRs to talk about. That is an actual. Oh, sorry. Actual, HR, actual, fucking, not HRR. Fucking. It's whatever, fine, Jack. Everyone knew what you meant. Yeah, I don't I think. Nothing. I'm just going to say this because I don't think I said it during the actual thing. Uncaged is on Amazon uh, Prime. So if you oh, want to watch the first one, it's on Hulu. If you want to watch the second one, it's on Amazon Prime. God, is that's free kind of Prime? infuriating. Yeah, I don't know how that works. You'd, is it you'd free think on that Prime? the rights would be owned by the same group, but I guess they're not. What? Is it free on Prime? Yes. Nice. Yay. Oh, let's do it. The thing let's we do. Let's go to feature presentation. The, that one. Thank you. <laughs> Over at ADCHorror.com this week, we watched 2018's Cam. Now, Mark, you picked this movie. Sure did. Uh, I think just because we, you want to talk about it. We've, we've talked about it a fair bit. We've yeah, both I mean, obviously, we've never Jake given it its full several treatment. Several times, yeah. I have we all watched. Well, let's just jump ahead. Have we all watched this? This is the second time I've seen this movie. Second viewing for yeah. me. 
You've seen it before. Yeah, because you recommended it to me. Okay. I was trying to remember. I thought this might have been a first-time viewing for one of us, but I guess not. Nope. Okay. I got no. this mixed well, up in my Jake head with another film. I kind of thought film. it was because, yeah, you had it mixed well, up with a different Well, no, I movie. knew I'd seen both of them before. This would be my second. Uh, no matter which one we watched, it would be my second viewing, but I expected okay. it to be the other one. I'm going to take a whack and say the other one is Girl House. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Canadian slasher <laughs> flick. That Correct. one fucking rules. Yeah. Go watch yeah. Girl House. Uh, either way, listener, Cam is on Netflix, uh, so the barrier to entry is low. We've all seen it once before. I am just a fucking mess, boys. What do we do now? Jake, you picked this movie. No, Mark did. No, yeah, you Mark picked this movie. Mark. <laughs> what happened? Drink more of that I don't sour. know, dude. Drink I got real drunk all of a sudden, apparently. Uh, <laughs> well, I know you, when you're when you're just touching on it, it gets real hard for a minute. It, it There's like a, you hit a plateau, and then I need to push one direction or the other. Yeah. You're touching the void. <laughs> I touched the void. Mark, you picked this movie. That You know what that means. You're going to have to hit us with a 30-second plot synopsis. 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's going to start when you start. Alice is a cam girl on one of those cam girl sites, and she's climbing the ranks. She's She really wants to get to, like, the top ten, at which point she'll be proud of herself and be able to tell her family what she does for a living. As she climbs the ranks, she mysteriously gets replaced by a doppelganger, a deep fake, whatever, uh, and they basically begin to systematically ruin her life. They expose her to her family. She gets There's stalker shit happening in the background, as you would expect to be happening in a cam girl movie. Um, and then she gets to the bottom of it, understanding that there's this, like, ring of deep fakes that are killing and replacing the top cam girls time almost is that what happens in this movie i i think so we'll we'll get into it i guess the piece that i missed is the the climax of the movie is she goes online with herself her yeah. alternate her reality her version her deep fake um and smashes her head into a table in a Breaks game of like sort of truth or dare or chicken or whatever you want to call it uh, and then is able to get the password from the other entity and reset the account and delete it uh, and therefore start over. It's absolutely bonkers. And then I don't really understand what happens at the end, if she's like no, going I, out no, for justice or if she's just starting over. She it, started over. Yeah, she's, she's going so to get replaced she, again. Yeah, and that's her mom asks, and oh my she God. she says, and then I'll start over again. Yeah, it's fucking She's un- very resigned to her fate. Like, that, the end feels like, we'll get into this later, but it feels like a good time to maybe quit that business. To <laughs> like, <me>. unbelievable. <laughs> she's also exceptionally resilient. I'm like, dude, did you, like, what? Come yeah. Huh. What, you're going to break your fucking nose every time? She can get to number one, though. Got to get there. I mean, she, baby's obviously not a problem at this point. <laughs> Baby is, is. Nah, it's baby's deepfake. She's just right gonna, she's gonna find her. out. She's okay. gonna figure we got, it out. Okay, okay, okay. Deepfake we got a baby. lot to say about this movie. Clearly, deepfake the plot is confusing. Baby. Mark, I didn't understand it to be. I didn't think it was supposed to be anything like explainable, like a deepfake ring. It's I thought not. it was supposed it's to be not. some kind of supernatural weirdness, I, it, or it's just not explainable. Well, yeah, the only whether th- it wants to be or not, it's not. The closest they get to explaining it is Tinker says that it happens. Right. When they're the going to get replaced. The best, the best cam girls get replaced. Yeah. He can kind of tell when it's about to happen because their streams get really hot or whatever. It, um, and then we don't know if it's a, an actual like ring of people who are doing this and deep faking it or just or really supernatural good at impersonating or people. Yeah. The only or if it's supernatural or what? I'll tell you what, though. They'd be more successful if they killed the girl and then replaced her rather than replace her and then kill While the she's girl. she's still alive. Yeah, that was a fatal flaw, right? I mean, I had to assume it was supernatural. No, Let's it get into subgenres. Fatal flaw. No one died. Ooh, it was an un- it was baby died. Flaw. It was a flaw. Just a regular flaw. Well, for the film though. Oh, baby you know? died. It wasn't. I don't think it was fatal. It was a baby flaw. Baby did die. Baby did die. Boys, what in the fuck subgenres of horror does this movie fit into? I think it's supernatural. 
I agree. I'm willing to hang my hat on that one. I agree with you. I would agree too. I think. Okay. I think in the absence of anything else, supernatural makes the most. Well, they sense. firmly established that the the feeds are live. Like everyone in the world is willing to acknowledge that, and she's there, and then whatever her replacement is there, and there's that one sequence where they're coming into her room while she's at the house while it's live. Yeah, and right. nothing happens. Like it's 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 supernatural. Yeah, they they okay. duplicated I, her house. Yeah, I would uh, I would go so far as to say I interpreted it as like not necessarily a ghost or like that level of supernatural, but it's just like a fully digital entity that is just like yeah, it's recreating it's, them. Which and is also Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have a category for like allegory, allegories, or like a parable? Because this is like sure. an allegory for the like pr- a, a lot of the treatment of sex workers in our modern culture. Don't add parable though. Parables of Bridge. We have allegorical. It's number sixty-five. Hell yeah! It's not even that new. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. That's like year Uh, one shit. This is an allegorical movie. So yeah, you're. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that new. (laughs) This is an allegorical movie. Yes. An allegory for the treatment of sex workers, like I said. I don't, Uh, and I don't really know if there's too much else. I mean, there's psychological for sure, and a little bit adult fears, like not that not totally relatable adult fears, but like getting her sex work career getting exposed to her family in a manner not of her choosing is adult fearsy. Yeah. Um I guess Stalker is another one. This one doesn't it's not like the a Stalker movie that you would normally expect when you're recommending a Stalker movie to someone, but the yeah. Stalker elements in this are <laughs> creepy. They are yeah. creepy, but her Stalker is not very threatening in that she tases him and then he doesn't move again. <laughs> so I was I was going to pr- save this for later, but I'm curious. Has anyone here gotten tased? I'm basically just looking no. at Jack whether or not you yes. got tased during police training or whatever. I did. Tell us about it. Do you? How uh, does like you? You just fully lock up. I've always been fascinated. So by this was a police taser, not a individually. Like it's hard to say because the kind of tasers for sale on the market to individuals vary wildly, right? In in how strong they are. So it's hard to say. But I got tased with the police taser, and it. I fully locked up. I fell over immediately. I pissed a little bit. Not like a foot. You couldn't see my pants were wet, but I did pee a little bit between you guys and me and the listeners. And everyone. Um, <laughs> and our <clears throat> massive listening audience. And I made a weird sound and I shook a little bit and then it was like it took me a few seconds to be able to like. Wait, why did this have to happen? Again, just to feel what it's like. Oh, because that's supposed the same to, reason they got him drunk. And the same reason they Is that supposed to make you like empathetic to like w- why you should or should not use it? It's not. I, it was more tactical than empathetic. It's you need to know this. This was that Mark. This is unlike where I would get drunk and let them do field sobriety tests on me. This one is more. You need to get tased so you know if you're trying to subdue someone what they're going like how much force like how what they're going through so you can tactically that sounds be ready like empathy for to me. Um, do you use it or not? That's what, empathy is tactical thinking to you. Yeah. <laughs> is that a problem? <laughs> Um, I think was the point of this one, but either way, I got tased uh, at the Meridian Police Department, and it was fun. But it it Icky. fucking hurts, and it took me a few seconds to bounce back, and then I was like shaky, you know. Gotcha. It's so, disorienting, but it's not like I wouldn't. You, you, know, w- you wouldn't be down on the floor for like five minutes, unable to move any. Muscles. Probably not. No. Okay. And I assume her individual like self defense taser isn't as strong as a police taser. Maybe she's augmented it. It's like how you can you can you can take apart those uh, disposable uh, cameras, like cameras and turn the flash yeah. into, a, into its own into little taser. taser. I've, and I've been tased with that too. Those fucking hurt too, but that doesn't <laughs> knock you over. Turns out all <laughs> tasers hurt. There's a common thread here. Yeah, but those those don't knock you over. Either way, uh, that's all the subgenres. Should we dive right <laughs> what into hell? what the movie does right? Oh my god! Yes, we should. 
Okay. I like okay, it. the first thing I want to call out here, and I think the strong, like, why this movie succeeds as it does is Madeline Brewer's performance. Yep. She plays the protagonist, the cam girl. Uh, her performance is fantastic and committed throughout. She's really good. Totally. Yeah, I, and to, to kind of pile on top of that, one of the first things that you read on the IMDb trivia page is that they gave her more or less free reign with how naked she wanted to be during any of the scenes. Which lends itself, A, to her getting into the character and saying, like, I think Alice would be doing this in this shoot and this in this shoot. And, like, she has a mostly, aside from, like, two scenes, she has a mostly PG-13 rated setup. Yeah. Um, and not only does that connect her with her character, but it, it means that a movie, a psychological horror movie about a cam girl, this, that, doesn't come off as exploitative as it probably should feel. <laughs> uh, Mark, I was going to bring that up too. It's really interesting. The the nudity in this doesn't feel salacious. It doesn't feel exploitative. It it serves the plot, but it feels it like works. an afterthought. I, I think in retrospect, like prior to watching this the second time, I would have been like, the funny thing about that movie was that she was never naked. None, I, of, none of them were ever naked. I remember and then that going too. back, she's she's topless in the first scene. Yeah. And so I think we can we can attribute this largely probably to this movie was written and conceived of by Issa Mazzei, M-A-Z-Z-E-I, You're not who was herself a cam girl. And like a lot of these uh, experiences are based on her experiences. And I'm sure her role as a producer and a former cam girl like yeah. led to the, you know this feeling not exploitative and good. And uh, I read something somewhere. I don't remember where at this point uh, where she had considered making a documentary about that industry and instead yeah. I don't know why the tides turned but decided that this would be a better method to show what that experience is like and I found that really interesting it is really interesting yeah that a horror movie better encapsulates what <laughs> says <laughs> says something cam girl. yeah woof um, and uh, it was directed by, I think, Isa Maze's friend, like longtime high school friend, Daniel Goldhaber, who directed some of her early porn videos and has directed nothing else as far as I could tell. Nice. But he did a good job. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, this did not scream first time director to me at all. For no, sure. this is this is very well helmed. Yeah. But let's go. That's the next thing. I thought that the direction on this, honestly, the pacing as well. Um was all exactly what it needed to be. And it, it it has some lifting to do because you have to go between the experiences that she's having in real life, the whole cam thing, not only of her, but of the experiences that she's having with all the other cam girls in that universe. And then when you throw in the duplicate, that's a lot. And it never it felt out of control at all. Yeah, there are... No, it's, it's deftly handled. Yeah. Simulated scenes of people clicking through the website. There are fly-through shots of the dollhouse or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> There's the own her own separate thing of her like just in true life walking through a grocery store or her brother's birthday party or whatever. And then the combination of basically all of those shots, particularly yeah. the end where sh she is sitting in front of a mirror live streaming herself through the camera that has this like infinite, you know, I mean, you put like two mirrors next yeah. to each other and then you get like that infinite thing. I mean, yeah, lots of really good decisions here from the I, really cool. Are you sure, Jack? DP. I refuse to believe it. Look, Jake, but Daniel Goldhopper does not have a Wikipedia page. Yeah. Bravo, honestly. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> what we're doing here collectively is underestimating how hard it is to, to direct porno. <laughs> I mean, good porn, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> 
but it's no comment. And, and I like the Coen Brothers is, to direct my porn. <laughs> exactly. They've also Isa Maze, just Isa stop. Maze, yeah. whatever the 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 writer yeah. and Daniel Goldhaber have said. They chose to put both of them first, like a film by, because they wanted to focus less on. They think movies focus, modern movies focus too much on just the director, Fact. and that's not entirely who created the movie. And so they made a point to put her name first on it, which is important. Yeah, we should throw Isabel Linklevy on there too. She's the third writer. Yeah, okay. and a producer as well. Yeah, perfect. The movie looks good. It looks really it, good. It looks very good. I and was, I think, I was about an inch from getting Neon Daydream uh, as my beer. Um, I like Idaho Sexy a little bit more for obvious reasons, but this has like this is a movie, especially when she's well, primarily when she's on camera, drenched in color. Yeah, for sure. And I think it also really speaks to. I think it's for. It seemed to me to be trying to emulate that kind of like cam girl website environment where you have this like you've created your set for that's going to be your cam girl show. They always have to, like I imagine it has to be brightly colored to attract attention, right? And so to like carry that through the rest of the movie was a cool directorial choice. And from a world building standpoint, that's what makes this work so well is mm. A, you get a great sense for Alice who performs as Lola. We'll probably refer to her as both throughout this whole thing, but what her show is and like what her stage looks like. But then they do this other thing where they go through what baby's page looks like, what princess's yeah. page looks like. There's a scene at the beginning where she's just flipping through like a bunch of the a top bunch, tens. Yeah. And I love how fucking weird it gets. Like oh, there's yeah. the lady yeah. who's just like bathing in glitter. There's yeah. a lot there's like three different streams of big busted ladies just reading literature. Yeah. At, in various states of undress. I haven't spent a lot of time on Camgirl websites. I was gonna uh, say I imagine... I, I've spent like no time on Camgirl stuff because it seems scammy and weird to me. And I never know if I'm downloading a virus, but <laughs> that's why. I, I'm Primarily, not say I've spent no yes. time okay. on Cam Girl websites. It does I've, feel sometimes like a, like it could be a less exploitative form of porn, right? Potentially more control, hope, but I don't but also know. Definitely, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. What were you gonna say? I I more or less lost my train of thought on that one, but like no, I, I I love from from my limited understanding of how Cam Girl websites work. Yeah. I feel like. What's this one called? FGL, Free Girls Live. Yeah. So what is what they call it? Um, I feel like they do a fan- fantastic fucking job of That's like what I was building feel that spot out. On. By the yeah, end of this movie, I I had like a Pavlovian response to the tip chime sound. Sure. You know, we talked about that in Requiem for a Dream that the the drug montage thing that they play every time that they shoot up is yeah, yeah those sound effects like get us into the same headspace this one cuz there it's like anytime there's crazy shit happening it's just spamming that yeah, same like coins huge. sound yep. um and that totally worked on me where at the, at the end yeah. I was just like it, it just gets you like pumped it feels so <laughs> legitimate and like real and Addictive. they did such a good job building the whole thing yeah the, the interesting thing to me i the whole universe of fgl in particular, I think it was it was best exemplified in, in the first early running, I guess, when she was kind of going through all the different channels. It all felt very old to me. Like, the infrastructure of the site felt old, sure. and it made me wonder when this was taking place. But then I was like, no, this is just, like, modern day, and that's, like, kind of helping it feel more sleazy oh, in a way. Yeah, definitely. I don't know, yeah. like, the, the specific little animated GIF things it, we'll come happy. back to those we'll come back to those they're fucking been, weird and of a, an older time man <laughs> yeah, based on the limited experience i have had yeah. with 
you know, Cam grew up. That is that hap- That's weird, and it, but it's there. That's it the does shit happen. That's I also one hundred percent buy that FGL or whatever insert random Cam girl. Yeah. Buy free cams is what they're parodying. Could, I believe could one hundred percent just be a fly by night organization that has like literally you have to call in and provide a memorized code to customer service. They're not like they're not in the modern day. This is all technology that oh, still well, works Mark, from that 2010 that we're just still using because really well into the print money really well into the next thing I wanted to say, which is the, the, the allegorical aspects of this, of the treatment of sex workers. It's like, it's gets its message across very effectively and really like part of it being, her discussion with the FGL tech support. Like, I give you half my fucking money and you're not helping me at all. Yeah. And then also, like, the police officers being like, what's the craziest thing you've had to do? Which the the writer <laughs> has said was, like, actually, you know, questions that were asked of her a lot. And yeah. Is, that's oh, fucked God. up. Yeah. I, I, I think that's one of the reasons why this movie works so well is because the, the elements of truth to it yeah. ring true regardless of the fact that it's couched within this drama that's happening. But... well. Because that's the set. That's the other thing I wanted to bring up here is the stalker elements, and not just Tinker, and not just what's the other guy's name? Barney. Barney. Um, Barnacle Bob or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, but also, yeah, that scene with the cops where the other guy leaves, the more senior guy leaves, and then the rookie is just like, "You're pretty hot." <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you ever go? You spend time with these guys uh, in person? Do you ever do anything <laughs> sexual? Oh God, fucking. That's, that's too bad. I'm yeah. paying you. I'm paying you a compliment. Yeah, that's a fucking, good that ugh. part and parcel is like the thesis statement of this movie is you can't For complain sure. because people just sexualize you definitely and i think that's why i thought i never thought there was any like supposed to be any realism to the doppelganger because i perceived that i haven't read this but i perceived those doppelgangers to be like what it's like to have people just posting your videos and your shit online a lot of places like without your consent or permission or giving you anything for it, you know, just passing that shit around um, your personage and the sex work you're doing uh, is what I like as that's what I thought the allegorical aspects were. That's what the doppelganger was. I, sure. Well, that's the, that's the beauty of an allegory. Yeah. Jake is <laughs> he's Jack. Jack. I'm Jack. I but, corrected yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty of an allegory. Jack. Thank you. Is it can mean a lot of things. <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't matter they, what the actual mechanism the, of of terror is here, because that's not the point. The director has said that the it's supposed to be you lose yourself in an online alter ego, and that's what the doppelganger represents. Like which you're this and different and, person and if that's which really, also works. If that's yeah. really how they're unpacking it, they all, the smart thing that they do here is also have that conversation between Alice and her mom towards the end of the movie, where she's explained to her mom like that's not me. And the mom's like, I know that lady's I know, confident. I liked watching her. She was sexy <laughs> yeah. and fun. Well, to me, yeah, that's that's a really important scene for that. A lot of reasons. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes, but I, I guess what we're circling here is, uh, it's an incredibly fucking smart movie. <laughs> it really, really is. I love how many layers it works on. The writer of this book has written, or the writer of this movie has written a book that I'm really interested in called Cam Girl that is about, like, her memoir that I'm really interested in reading now based on how smart this movie is written. Yeah, I'd be interested in that, too. Um, I want to talk about the Mexican restaurant scene, because I honestly think that's probably the, the best film of the movie. Say more. Interesting. I wouldn't have thought that. Um, I, I fucking love it. So she is out on a date with with Bob Barnacle Barney whatever Barney, the fuck his name Barney. is 
Um, am I am I getting his name right? I don't know. I think he's his, Barnacle his Bob on the website. Okay. He's it is Barney Barnacle Bob. in real life because he's Barney's hardware. Right, 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 right. Um, well, no, they just found that si- whatever. It We're doesn't matter, it. dude. Um, so she's out with him. He's a very like large and physically intimidating guy. Uh, she's taking him on a date in order to get into like try and get some other information. I think about baby at the time. I can't fucking remember what they're talking about. Yeah, she's trying to find baby. Uh, so underpinning all of this scene is the o- the the sexual tension and like intimidation that he brings. Like he's a big guy. She's pretty small. Um, she's tiny, dude. And then yeah, she's very petite. And then they go to this Mexican restaurant. <laughs> and it's it's the funniest part of the movie where the guy is like coming the the white waiter is coming up and saying like buenos dias al whatever uh, Muy bueno you want the Noted. veggie cheeserito and what so they do their orders he gets a sombrero full of queso or something like that que bueno <laughs> yeah que bueno uh and then he walks away and the guy the uh, barney turns where he says you know what i love about this place the authenticity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so in and of itself pretty funny scene and speaks volumes of an entirely like i feel like you could probably unpack pretty well that whole scene as far as allegory goes as well yeah but then you transition straight into him turning on her while she goes into the bathroom to confront the doppelganger that's live streaming he sees her live streaming as well and you get this tense standoff in the bathroom of her trying to prevent him from coming into the stall. And, oh, my wife's really sick. I'm really sorry. Let me, like, carry her out. And then she bites him and runs away. But, like, it's a it's a brilliant microcosm of humor and then extreme tension also with this doppelganger thing happening in the background. It's- and the lighting, aside from all of that, the lighting in that scene is fucking fantastic. The lighting is really good. It's interesting you say that, though, because that is my least favorite scene of the movie, The when she goes to the bathroom. That's that's the one that pushes too far, in my opinion, into making me question like what's actually going on. His reaction doesn't seem believable, like that he goes immediately into, you're lying. He which, thinks she's like, an imposter. Or yeah, he does she have she's an, an identical twin sister? Like it doesn't. No, he just thinks that. Yeah, no, he thinks that she's. She a looks exactly like the person. Well, like what? He doesn't he have a line in there that it's not the first time he's been lied to or something like that. Yeah, yeah, People that's what he says. People. It just it doesn't feel like a good believable reaction to me and then also it's sort of true like the people's reaction to him dragging her out saying my wife is quite ill is yeah is gonna let him go by when he's covering her mouth yeah it's inadequate she was getting sick. Jack, she's had too much tequila. Yeah, and if someone's gonna vomit, you should cover their mouth. Keep it in. You gotta keep it in. Make it come out their nose. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I believe it's believable in in some way because I mean, I think that would be a lot of responses of, especially if someone is just like rocketing by you, like they're moving out of that bathroom. It's a scene, and the guy's just like, okay, bye, and starts moving in a split second decision. I believe that. A pretty decent, not decent, not not the right word to use there, but a sizable group of people would probably just be like, "Oh my god, what is happening?" and not intervene, right? Unless yeah, I it guess like I'm continues just to happen. Then upset with the waiter who's chat, like, "Is everything okay in there?" Hears struggling noises. And yeah, then I mean, he's obviously been positioned as feckless. That dude, that, feckless. he's just Thank there to you. be feckless and inauthentic. I guess that's fair. I I think it's a I think it's a beautiful scene. I think it works thematically, uh, but it's it's the one it's one of two scenes that really made me think too much about what is like the actual uh, what's actually going on. I mean, that part's a fucking mess. Yeah, and so So, there's that scene and the other scene, 
uh, that did it was when she confronts uh, what's what's the other stalker's name? Tinker, I, uh, Andrew, whatever his fucking name Tinker. is. Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. Arnold. Who's perfect name. Um, Tinker man. Or hey Arnold, like um, T- Tinker. Yeah, uh, Tink. After she tases him and she chats with herself, him just saying, "I don't know. I've watched enough of this that I can tell when you're going to be killed and replaced." Just that scene was like, okay. You've you've now you've yanked me out of your story a little I bit. I mean, that's too much. the one for me. The other one yeah. didn't do that for me, but that one did. I it's like I we'll we'll talk, talk about it. I'll say this. Patch what's his name? Patch Dara Dara. I don't know how to say his last name, but he is a perfectly cast individual to play oh, Tinker, yeah. to play Arnold. Because so he's sweaty. like uh-huh. the right amount meek of of yeah. meek, large. but also creepy. Large. A large, sweaty, meek man. That's he's not lot. particularly large. I mean, he's not nearly as large. Oh as my! Barney. Well, I mean, but he's, you're he's again, a big dude, though. Yeah, he's, he's not, not small, small dude. I guarantee he's bigger than me. Well, probably, but like that's most he's, people though. He's got enough of a baby face that he's not like particularly threatening. Not like like Barney is the threatening one, yeah. and Tinker is just the uh, creepy yeah. one. Yeah, but Update I think Tinker's Barney. the one that's more likely to kill you. That's kind of weird. Barney is played by a guy named Michael Dempsey, and the character's full name is Barney Stinson. Fuck which yeah. is also the character from How I Met Your Mother, <laughs> which is interesting. It's probably a joke, dude. He's doing it. He's probably doing a deep is. dive character study. He showed up on. He showed up on set, and they were like, "Okay, um, here's your character." He's like, "No, I already came up with stuff. I'm doing Neil Patrick Harris." <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people look at me. They think NPH that guy right there. I'm like, anyway, what if Barney Stimson was a? Was it it a, is definitely just a joke because they never say that in the movie. That's yeah, just how exactly. it's credited. But uh, it's funny. Um, um, but anyways, I th- he I think he's very well cast, and he think I think he does a good job in the part. But Arnold slash Tinker as a whole belongs in a later category. Fine, yes, I agree. And Do you have we anything can anything move- else for this category? I I would talk about the the suicide scenes the gore scenes quote unquote that they do handle are handled very well i think so they, the knife well, and particularly the, gun. the the nose smashing scene but the knife the, the suicide and the nose all look really good and the yeah. the the yeah. throat slitting and the gun in particular look good in a way that it's also like she could have done that herself still they don't look too good if you know what i mean yeah Maybe yeah. part of that's cuz they're showing it to you through the yeah, you, like cam girl filter you see the moment through like this window that we're looking right. at each other through right now, you know. Jake yeah, is gesturing at the Zoom window. Yeah, I, I, I said it. Don't I give Zoom free advertising, Mark. Okay, the chat client video window. Blue jeans. We use we Teams. Use blue we're jeans. We're professional organization. No, we, we, use teams. we use blue jeans. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's fucking horrible. I hate it. <laughs> Sounds horrible. God yeah, damn. Yeah, I fucking if an agency comes in, it's like we use blue jeans. I'm like, no. <laughs> no you don't come back next week ne- yeah negative will not meet uh, my office keeps trying to use teams and I keep sending my bosses emails instead and just doing everything over email I now we're just getting into a circle jerk it's of bullshit. what our, our various offices use I fucking love Microsoft teams the last thing that I wanted to bring up and does right Jack you talk about this a lot is the, is the systematic removal of resources this yeah. movie sort of does it right but I do really like the progression of how she is falling apart, trying to get back a hold of her account of like her family eventually turns against her. And the initial thing of taking over streams, she can get get on the uh, support line and then she can't get on the support line. uh, And then she's like trying to get in touch with other people. Uh, That whole like removal of resources and her continuing to put her credit card down to buy more tokens so that she can interact with herself is a great little 
tension arc that how much keeps do we think a token costs what do we think a token costs for i was I, I was that was going to be one of my questions so, that i posed nitpicks was i think it has oh, to be well, like a penny it, hold it a token for a penny no, no tokens are not a penny <laughs> jack knows from experience oh you've been dude. on fgl I so like 500 tokens a, what's 500 tokens is that five bucks that's 500 right. token. No, 500 tokens would be like 15 bucks. I think. That's too 15 or 20 bucks. That's, this is too. Jack's too specific. So one of that's the things she does to lick the gun, it's like a hundred. No, to load the gun is like a hundred thousand tokens. That's, that, there's so no way. She says ten thousand. There's no and way. That, that's. I mean, we're talking. I don't know. Fifty bucks there. Seventy-five. I don't know. So that, those are like, completely different things. So 500 tokens is 15 bucks. Is what you just it's said. Not. I think. There's no way. But 10,000 tokens is what. Be- I'm not going to do the uh, math. Multiple people are tipping that amount, too. Yeah, I know. Right? And look, we're getting into nitpicks ahead of ourselves here, but like when she gets like 600 tokens, she goes from 63 to 58. And then when she gets like a million tokens in that show, she goes yeah. from like 17 to 16. <laughs> uh, it's hard at the top, man. I mean, yeah, Let's maybe see, so it's an exponential th- growth yeah. thing. I'm- I'm looking at some uh, articles about articles. should I cam yeah, on some my articles. free cams. I'm doing some research, guys. I'm looking at it, should I cam on my free cams, and it says models get cash can cash out at five cents per token. And so if we believe her that uh, tokens, uh, they take half okay. of it, then 10 cents a token. Well, I feel like that happens later, the them taking half of it. Like, Let's just assume five cents per token. Okay, that fine. seems like a good estimate. Okay. Okay, so ten thousand tokens at five tokens cents. costs nineteen ninety nine from anonymous on technology dot dot com. Jesus Blur Christ, tit. blurt it, blurt it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so is that again? Ten thousand tokens cost twenty bucks. No, two hundred tokens cost twenty bucks. So times twenty. So ten cents. Ten cents a token. Yes. yes. Okay, ten cents a token for somewhere between five and ten cents a token. There, we got it. Which means ten thousand tokens. How much do emojis cost? How much do animated like 10, gifs of tokens smiley like faces high fiving each other? I feel like if if, the, if tokens are worth or that much, then I feel like the emoji set's free. Okay. Maybe you get access to more as you rank I up. I think I would guess, Jake. That's like on Twitch. You know, if you subscribe to a particular Twitch channel, you get access to their personalized emotes, and you can use them wherever yeah. you want. I'm starting to feel like it's, it's, like it's a rank thing. Like as you're a member, like you you tip more, and you get uh, access to more emojis. Like the one that's just a dick. I, that's probably right, yeah. <laughs> that's all he was in the end, just a dick. Yeah. Uh, can just we continue? This is such a huge interlude into nitpicks. What but... does this movie do middle? Uh, cool. Um, so, as smart as this is, and I do think that the writing overall is laudable, oh. it's a pretty shabby script at spots. <laughs> um, yeah, from an overall, like, overarching 10,000-foot narrative perspective, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it I you needed something you needed things to happen, but the things that happen are not so directly germane to the primary plot of the movie Whoa. that it can get kind of jarring. I don't right understand her feud with Princess other than just in, injecting a bully. But then that, like that, nothing's the reason. That's it. That's but then but then nothing comes of I it. I know. Right? Yeah, it's uh, a good place for it. Or I had Arnold. I think Arnold is legitimately what this movie does wrong from a writing standpoint, but he is also rolled into this. So I might as well use this to kind of blur the line here. Like they throw out early that he's an IT professional, which might just be a lie, but why, like, why are you not using that angle to try and figure out where these people are coming in from your account? Like in in another world, there's an IT guy that she's able to reach out to that she knows through the website and sort of leverage that they love her uh, to get some, 
you know, one of those stupid like CSI scene hacking into like, oh, they're using VPNs and coming in from somewhere. I, don't, I wouldn't have liked that. Uh, I don't yeah. know if I, I would like that want either. That? But like, why are you why are you injecting that he's an IT guy to kind of lay? It's it's like Chekhov's IT guy, but it never. I, I guess out. I see what you're saying. Um, for me, what this movie does, middle mark, and kind of to build on your point, Wait. is the fact that this is an allegorical movie, which you know, like kind of like the Babadook, right? I think the Babadook does a much better job of blending the allegorical aspects into the narrative aspects of the real movie you're actually watching in a way that isn't jarring. This movie has a little bit of trouble when it, like in the two scenes I described, trying to blend the allegorical aspects into the real narrative aspects of the movie. Yeah, this um, one, this one has is it just has a little bit more trouble staying focused on what it's talking about. But I also kind of appreciate that because, like. Being in this career probably has a shitload of different hazards associated with it. It's not all just like maintaining control of your account. It's also dealing with fans that are obsessed over you, right? And cops that won't listen to you because you're sexualized. And your family ostracizing you because they don't think what you're doing is acceptable. Right? For so sure. I, it's unfocused, but it's unfocused in a way that I kind of buy that that's part of what it wants to be. So to clarify your your point, that you're slotting in what does middle is the focus. Yes. Okay. Making sure. Did you have something to elaborate on that? No, I thought, no, I thought you were going to dive in further into how it handles her and her replacement or the replacements in general. Is that something that you think this movie does middle? No. Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) I'm just trying to keep things in their right order. (laughs) Okay. Heaven forbid we break format. Let's go back to talk about emojis. Jack, do you have anything else this movie does wrong? I will. Wrong? God nope. forbid. <laughs> okay. We can go into what the movie does wrong. All right. Go ahead and start with your tink, dude. So, I don't understand why they need both a tink and a barnacle bob. Okay. Uh, same thing I just said. It's a bit shabby in places. And I feel like you could have made it a bit more of an efficient delivery, either by combining those characters or... I just I'm fully I don't understand why Arnold is in this movie. Tinker is in this movie. Okay. He doesn't I, do anything. I think this is to me it read very much as based on her experiences like these yes, are real uh, that, people you and interact that's with. Fine. In that way aggressive cool. big dudes, meek guys who think they're trying to help but are equally as creepy. Yeah, like the love Yeah, of I mean they seem like very different people to me, right? Yeah, like, they're two different archetypes. There's kind of that money bags, but he's really sinister guy. Mm-hmm. And then there's like Jack just said, this meek guy, but he poses his own threat. When you were talking about how he was an IT professional and they should have done something with it, I couldn't remember I didn't remember that, frankly. It's a throwaway line like in Is the, it early? the movie. Yeah. Okay, well, so when I mean, she's maybe... talking with him before Barney calls her. So maybe it like she obviously like goes to him at one point, right? Could it be like her knowledge that he's an IT professional to think that maybe she'll get something more well, out of it? She goes to him after she's found that the other models, or I guess at least just baby has died in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And she sees that he's the number one friend for like all. of. So the she pieces ten. that all together. Okay. So, so she, she doesn't go to him because to of the IT professionalism. Yeah. So, it I mean, that like, would have been tighter if that was a reason maybe. Yeah. The part you get, she seeks out Barney. Right, he says he's in town and staying at this space, yeah. and she goes well, and, he, and finds him. He's gonna give her a gift. The part, yeah, well, I think uh, maybe he it's does. Like a uh, the thing that Tinker does is that is one of the better scenes in the first half of the movie. Is she's just like talking to her friend at that random like dollar and store, he's just or whatever there. the fuck it is. Yeah, and he's walking down the other aisle, and she like makes eye contact with him and is like, "What the fuck? Really this fucking? Is, creepy. This isn't acceptable." And yeah. I do love that that they include those conversations of like, "Dude, 
not acceptable. Don't fucking show up yeah. in my town where I live. Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> right. Because uh, yeah. I'm sure those are actual conversations that oh, have, have to, to happen all the time. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. This was something that me and, and my wife also said was just like, he's not he's not used in the narrative to any end. Even uh, really the only thing that happens is that he's on a video chat and she stands in front of him and she says, oh, my self doesn't recognize me, which means the thing that's in the computer doesn't know what it looks like. I I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's I I know why she put him in there, but he doesn't ser- serve yeah. the plot. I, I'm yeah. willing to go with it from that angle. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fine. My point here. I, okay. Look, we'll get to this in ratings overall. It, I think this is an extremely well put together movie and I'm grasping at straws what the movie does wrong. It just seemed like a few of the, yeah, a few of the characters seem more of the real life experience than they do of the narrative. Yeah, I buy that. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Which I I think also feeds into, you know, what, what I had in middle, which is like, it does, it doesn't always do a good job of blending the allegory with the narrative. Right. But in a way, that's also what it does right. I don't know. Anything uh, else? Uh, mm. Do you have anything to add to this conversation before I blow the whistle? No, I've talked about the scene where I, I, I just don't believe how Barney acts, but that I've, I've hit on everything I'm going to hit on there. So notable that collectively we had like about half of a thing. And very well, I have things that, that like, ver- like they're on the edge, right? Like I am totally fine with putting the very end of this movie in nitpicks, but. It's it also compl- the end of this movie's bleak. It's also stock, completely unbelievable. Oh. Like I don't know. I want to say it's completely unbelievable, and even if it's not, even but, if like but, that's saying something, that's so fucking sad I, that I yeah, have I to guess say what it's, it's wrong. Is, but if you like sex work, it's just the shit you have to put up, which is like a legitimate form of work. That's the shit you have to put up with. Like, no, I, I don't think many people have to put up with supernatural replacements, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, te- but it's an allegory. Is Jake a, is a threat uniquely specific to cam girls. Yeah, and honestly, and we- like. <laughs> I, that's just I, another as- aspect of the allegory breaking down, right? Sex workers have to deal with a lot of horse shit. Yeah. They don't have to deal with doppelganger, like, themselves the, stealing hey, we don't their know. own accounts. The other element that was, like, not. towing the line for me. So that was towing the line, and then, honestly, the doppelganger replacement towed the line for me as well. I would be towing fine. Towing the line. Towing the line. Putting it in either. Right. Because um, if, if, if this is a literal story, it's not fucking worth it. She was doing well. I mean, she right. was making a lot of money, but it's not fucking worth it. Yeah, and then just... The, the fact that it happens is really fucking weird and doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, I think the fact that they went and did... I, I want them to explain a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah. I do. And that's, that kind of goes against what I like a lot of the time. I like ambiguity. I know. Go I was right going to say, like, I, I'm good with where they left. We, we have flip-flopped completely because I'm good with where they left it. I usually yeah. like a little bit more specificity and you guys usually like I, That's why ambiguity. I'm saying I'm toe in line. I'm, I would... I'm usually totally okay with it. Something about this one made me want them to explain a little bit more. Just a little bit. Mark is champing at the bit to get to it. Jack already told me to. (laughs) Once he tells me to, I'm contractually obligated to say fewer than two sentences. She eats sushi like an absolute lunatic. (laughs) With her hand from the side. Who also like the side? She also just straight up pulled a roll out of the bag. She how is it packaged? Bites it sideways. It's just loose sushi in there. Like that's my nitpick. Is it's loose sushi? <laughs> it's just a yeah. Well, you don't it's know. Loose DoorDash it's is just a, fucking a jug nightmare. of you nigiri, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. See, I don't have the corner on that market. Oh god. <laughs> also, I know it's. I think the movie's trying to say something with one of the main 
person's like one of the main users in the chat room's name is Dumpty Humper. And I think that that is a probably realistic name of people who interact, but it really sucks to hear those combination of words over and over again. I hate hearing Dumpty Humper a lot. It sucked to hear. This was uh, something that I didn't want to put in what the movie does right. Uh, But whoever, whatever fucking intern or like lead graphical artist they put in charge of animating all of it and coming up with usernames and comments and the emojis. Unbelievable job. They needed they they need to get a fraction of the of what this movie made because they did such a they fucking made it come to life. Are we sure they it's, aren't real? <laughs> well, like think, not the, not what happens there, but like taken. But from like just real. people watched cam Same. shows. Yeah, and, and like, they were like, oh, that's one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, mean, that's I totally believe part that. of it. Yeah, and I'm sure if if uh, the writer was actually a cam girl, they probably came into the booth and helped animate all that stuff. But that's yeah. still like a shitload of work, right? It's a you ton, go back yeah. and you talk sure. to you go back and you read about how they made like Unfriended, which is an entirely screen animated experience, and the animations take fucking forever to do that type of shit. For a someone, small, yeah. Someone did that for this. For like 50 of here is $1 million. Just, just generating text a- messages and tip amounts and keeping that thematically consistent and animating, and it's wrong most of the time, but like the viewers and token count yeah. and all of the emojis coming on screen and capturing that same, like, if you guys ever go on live streams or whatever, that same chaotic... Uh, of like the the streamer saying like thanks for the the you know sub or well, the like the scroll, no, well, no the, specifically the I'm talking right. about like yeah. streaming sporting events that you can't get on TV like if I need to watch a soccer game or something that I don't have access to you go onto some shady first website row. and watch it <laughs> yeah first row sports used to be the one um, before it got shut down and it's just like constant like people having random fucking bullshit arguments about something that you don't care about it's just like an unreadable scroll that's flying by. Uh, on the text side next to the thing that you're and watching. And you have no idea how there's a conversation in there. And yeah, and it's like yeah. a very... Yeah, who the fuck are these people that are talk to, talking to each other on this website? Yeah. Hey, Lunacy. But, but B, they captured it so perfectly in this yeah. movie. of Just like just chaos in the in yeah. the text chain yeah. side. Also, I, it's the, it's beautiful in its chaos. The math we did wildly and correctly has been bothering me since then. It, the 10,000 tokens is a, is $1,000. So it's a penny. No, it's ten cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten yeah, cents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, because so when they were tipping, when it was, they were yeah, tipping a when it was a penny, when it was which, a penny, it would have been a hundred dollars. And I was like, okay, it does make decent. sense if she's at number one. Like I buy that. That's the kind of tips the number one streamer on a major cam site is getting. So that's she's not per person. That's an accumulation. Well, no, I mean some tips. people were tipping. A thing, no, but that was usually, for her to yeah. load the gun. One Someone person. had to tip her a thousand dollars. Not there's no, no, like you guys need to tip Usually they have like a if I get to this many amount of tips, I will do this thing. That's what I was. But then I remembered people were tipping that amount. But I also think that's probably that seems not unreasonable for the number one, like the f- main featured person on the biggest campsite. I don't. You, you got to get a whale. You no know? concept of what is or is not. And maybe a there's some bulk website. buy discounts. You know, Barney buys like ten thousand dollars worth of tokens, and instead of getting whatever that would be, a hundred thousand tokens, he gets like a hundred and fifty thousand tokens. Probably. Sure. I don't know. That seems like a good business model. You know, you give you. We should you start a campsite. <laughs> 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 you just watch Ow. us make a podcast. We'll Ow. make a point if you tip. <laughs> I'll take my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink another beer for a hundred tokens. I'll keep my shirt on if you tip enough. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming off. <laughs> oh God. You guys are gonna see my eight chest hairs. <laughs> Literally my first nitpick was how much do you think a token costs? It wasn't so much a nitpick, it's just something I wanted to ask. I, it's a good question. Yeah. Uh, showing that Hannah died, Hannah is baby, 
Um, yeah. Showing that she died in 2016 or 2014 or whatever, this time around when I watched it, I was like, so she died like eight years ago? Right. It's very oh. strange. Because this movie came out in 2018. So it was like, a, it was like actually two years ago at the time. Like as the time, when they were filming it, it was like she had just died six months ago. And actually, I think there is a line later that says she died six months ago. But when I watched it, I was like, so she's been dead for 10 years. What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> How is that? How has no one been dead for forty five years? <laughs> yeah. she, she died going around Dead Man's Curve on prom night. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> when she's buying her brother his birthday present, she's super stressed out. She's in the video she gets like game eight store. Blu rays. She no, they're video games. I went back oh, and went frame is? by frame with it. It says video games. She buys three of the same one and eight total. <laughs> so she dropped. What they're they're like video games are like fifty bucks each, right? She dropped four hundred bucks on video games and bought three of the same one. You can return them for there. I can I can tell you whatever they were labeled as, they were not video games because the cases weren't right. Yes, but the thing on top said video games. Okay. Well, she because I, I thought they were Blu-rays too. I went back, but maybe maybe they. So I'm I'm gonna say they're DVDs, would it, would it and I'm gonna say that it was like Die Hard one, two, and three were just like right next to each other. She should just grab that. Boom, Die Hard trilogy. <laughs> yeah, she bought them Die Hard three times. Also acceptable. I mean, you need backups. You gotta have backups. Yeah, because your friends are gonna steal some of them. I mean, it's Die Hard. Yeah, <laughs> I have like it's fucking, it's it's fucking Christmas, and your friend doesn't have Die Hard. You lend the friend Die Hard. It's you Christmas. give it to him. You say, "Hey, congratulations, Merry Happy Christmas, whatever." Yeah, go fuck yourself. Happy You're... Christmas. What are you fucking British? I don't know what I'm saying, dude. Happy Happy Christmas. holidays. Merry Christmas. That's why I think that's why they do Asshole. it. Asshole. Yeah. They they do say Happy Christmas in Britain. I know. Britain. Happy well, Christmas. The Britain. Over. Britain. <laughs> I feel like the cleanup on her show is excessive and probably not worth it. She does a lot of shit that would be just fucking onerous to clean up. They, what do you mean? Like having Mark, a goddamn kiddie pool in her room on the second floor of her house? Yes. And the blood. They do, But they do make a point And the glitter. She puts glitter on her good steak. You, don't put glitter on yourself. They I cannot believe. They make a believe. point. Of indicating that she makes fucking bank, right? She's buying yeah. a $5,000 couch set at the beginning like it ain't no thing. Yeah. Yeah, she makes money. And they take 50% bank. of it, so she makes Clean money. Clean worth it, is what I'm saying. To do that shit again, though? No, man. Nothing's worth that. <laughs> Which brings me to my second nitpick. If you're making that amount of money when you're at it's like 65 or whatever she starts the movie at, she's at like... Oh, the, I was like, her, she's not 65 years old, dude. Her, her, her <laughs> doppelganger... Lovely Lola or whatever, Lola yeah. Lola, is like one or two at the end of the movie. Sure. Uh, when she gets when she gains control of the account, she immediately deletes it, which I understand. But like, also, you can't transfer those tokens to like another account real quick. She Just has like send yourself like a hundred thousand dollars and then delete do, it. Do you not think that the do you think that Lola Lola the doppelganger changed the bank account associated with it when she changed the password? I don't know. She I would checked. assume so. I mean, whatever. You Then you go to Mr. Teapot's channel, you tip him $100 million, and then you delete your account. <laughs> I, I'm just but, saying, like, that's a lot of fucking money that just disappeared into the ether. I, ether. I'm quite sure ether. that the campsite happily kept it. In, into the ether. Ether. <laughs> but also, wouldn't you think she can then go to the site with her actual driver's license and say, hey, this is me, send it here? So no. that, that, is, that is one of the larger nitpicks with this movie. Obviously, is, no. I, I do like, as I brought up earlier, I do like the systematic removal of resources, but also she does not do enough. This place doesn't have a physical address that you can go to and talk to a person. Yeah. And Well, she's in Phoenix. Phoenix, and she moves to New Mexico at the end, even though what? here's a nitpick really? of mine. Once she's putting in her credit card, the zip code she puts in, 
42523 is Hidalgo, Mexico. Jack's going like full on Wait, stalker she, mode. Wait, she moves at the end? Yeah. yeah. I missed that what? too. Her mom like dresses her up and I feel like her mom's going to have to keep dressing her up. She, the ID she has at the end is from New Mexico. Oh, God. Well, yeah, she made a new ID. It's a fake ID. It's Muhammad Muhammad from Hawaii. She's McLovin. <laughs> McLovin's is just McLovin. Well, right. There's whatever. They it's about the most popular name in the world, dude. Exactly. Thank you for reiterating the thing I just said. Someone said on the ID. She that. comes up with a fake ID, Jack. She's clearly still Alice. Well, so she living... provides a fake ID to the website yeah, so she to make a new again. account. I thought she moved. Started she, a she new didn't life. Move. She didn't move. She well, didn't you move. were wrong. I mean, they could... Yeah, she didn't move. <laughs> the movie's wrong, too. Why did they choose a zip code for Hidalgo, Mexico? Well, pro- I would assume that's one of those things where, like, you can't show a You can't phone feature number. a zip code? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. You'll that's ruin weird. someone's privacy if you feature a zip code. <laughs> yeah. Fucking zip code. <laughs> oh, she my God. She should use 83702. You know what I mean? Oh! How dare you? <laughs> that's actually... Believe that. Unbelievable! We're gonna have Tinker gonna show up. Tinker's that. gonna show up at He's the store. Gonna, someone, all of our, Maybe all of our loving two fans are end. suddenly gonna be no. walking their dogs around our neighborhood. Before this, no one could have ever figured out where we live. <laughs> yeah, we don't constantly talk. Half about of this. Boise. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. There's like eight zip codes here. Yeah. There's, there's like a lot. four. No. There's like five. One, two. Baby. And then you're an eagle. Oh six. Oh five. Oh five. Oh four. Oh two. One two. I grew up in one, two. Uh, does anyone else have? <laughs> so anyone yeah. else have any nitpicks? I am, based on the conversations we've had and all the illumination that's happened around the world of Cam, it might not be as much of one, but I just want to talk about it. I had a question. When I saw the movie, I was like, there ain't no goddamn way a house like this exists. Because, like, the whole point. Oh, we should watch Girl House. <laughs> that's why I thought about it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Anyway, I- like. Does this yeah, house is like this a house like that exists? Abs- if a hype house exists for TikTok performance, ah, you got to go back e- in time. You yeah, got to go back in e- time. Esports professional. You got to go back Guar- in house like this. Guarantee you a house like it's this. It's weird. Exists. Okay, run by some fucking scumbag. Yeah, remember the remember the, the Christmas the Christmas uh, Halloween yeah. episode from Holidays. Yeah. Yeah. I've done yeah. all this mental gymnastics and I arrived on the answer is probably yes, but it felt so weird to me. It's more Guaranteed. of a pick with society than anything. I don't think she would. I don't. I don't think the writer of this movie would make that up. I think uh, that yeah, you're right. Yeah, exists. It's just you don't. You don't think thing. Playboy, as an organization, just owns a couple houses that they put playmates in and film and do weird shit. Oh, you mean Hugh Hefner's house? Well, that, but also the Playboy like Mansion. Other other play. Of course houses. they do. I mean, Playboy is a weird example at this point, but they've done it for forever. So good point, actually. <laughs> Why is it a weird example? I feel like it's the primary example. Yeah, it's the like, example. It's the er example. They're over. They, they might have been the ones that did it first, unless Hustler beat They them did. First. They did. That's the whole point. It's over. I, I hate it. It's a nitpick with society. I hate it. We're moving on. Let's go to ratings. <laughs> this led to a conversation between my wife and I. And I'll, I'll let you figure out where the fuck you're putting this in in the show. Uh, he's not. He's this, not. This led, he's I'm not. putting it in somewhere. This led to a conversation between my wife and I. So on her, um, on her wheel that she has, Alice's wheel that she has in the background that she spins, and it's yeah. like one of those clicky ones and whatever it lands he's on. A, you have I'm to sure do. he's aware of the wheel, dude. It was like I'm explaining it to the listener, and they say like, you know, spanks or flogging or whatever the fuck, um, and one of them says flossing. And it's sort yeah, of color coded, like all the sort of vaguely sexual ones are red. I, and it's this distressing to me that I know what this is about. It's a uh, uh, thong underwear and a vagina, Mark. 
and you flossing. and when and, and you like pull it back and forth or something uh-huh tightly. so i i look this isn't a thing there this is not a term that is used anywhere i go- it's implicitly known man i use I, I googled it on many frequently uh used like porn hub type of situations <laughs> right <laughs> I went to so many porn sites and searched I, 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 I Googled it everywhere. There's there's no Mark, what kind of results did you get on porn sites? Nothing. Bullshit. Google go to Pornhub. Bull, no. Go to Pornhub. No, this is a go trap. To porn right now. Go I'm to Pornhub right and, and put flossing in as a search term. Fuck you. Nothing I'm comes doing up. This right the now. Be, the top thing that comes up on Pornhub when you Google it is someone's like Missy Floss is her name. And she's like a it's like a host of one of the channels. Unbelievable! It, it's not a thing. So it is. We, a, I mean, it's a thing. Literally, the closest, the closest we got was we looked on Urban uh, Urban Dictionary, yeah. and that's, after a quarrel with the husband, the wife invited a friend and flossed her vagina with panties. Is the literal first thing that came up on Pornhub.com when I searched flossing. Why did that not come up? You when got I some. Searched? You got some weird filters set. Yeah, for you your got cookies, some weird. Oh, I do use. There. I do use um the 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 like. The, moderate, the second one is called moderate search results for Pornhub. I don't want to see any of that extreme shit, you know? Oh, well. <laughs> Mark, the second one that comes up is... This is a lot. I don't like this. Censor so. all of this. It's one long beep. One long beep. <laughs> I could just not include any of it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Cool. How about that? <laughs> Three well, of three people. Now I gotta go upstairs to. and tell her that she was right and that I was wrong. Yeah, three of three people were like, yeah, Your wife was obviously right about that. Yeah, did, I you, think, did you try to mansplain to her what flossing was? I think well, we couldn't find any evidence oh of it actually God. being a thing. You did. I think she was just gonna clean her teeth. That's absurd. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> can't do it. We over Daisy Horror use a one through ten rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of a Warwick Davis who would rate how unusual it is to call dogs different things. They're dogs. Ah. But we sort of call them different things. Like they've got names. Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, but they're dogs, and you give them names, which is not unusual. I don't think you'll find it's just. And for ten, think about Conan O'Brien. We rate how treacherous Paul Rudd is. If I couldn't even see it, oh, I'd hear Eric, and I'd know. And I know that goddamn music. And the yeah, sound of that—the sound yeah. of that wheelchair going over the cliff. You're a terrible person. Stories. The first Captain Gorge rate these movies. Mark, this was your pick. Rate the thing for story. We've talked at length about the story in this one. I gave it an eight. I think overall it is a surprisingly tight and smart storyline that has its shabby elements. I completely agree. I gave it an eight. This is a really good allegory that doesn't always blend that into a narrative, but does a very good job. And also says interesting stuff about the sex work industry jake yeah i mean i'm in agreement with you guys i gave it a seven and a half for the same reasons so a little bit lower but i think we're all tracking yep world building and immersion mark what is your world building and immersion score i gave it a nine i fucking love the world building in this movie i could be very easily talked into going higher uh everything that it does like it, it paints such a holistic picture of not only who these people are on screen but who they are off screen and what their lives are like and what they're doing when they're not streaming and also them complaining about like how do these people in the top 10 stream 24 hours a day which then you come to find out you know they're synthetic they're dead uh i find this extremely immersive aside from that the the performances 
are electric and really i mean if i'm if i'm searching for any reason why this isn't a perfect 10 it comes back to those story elements of like at a certain point i'm curious why i'm watching barney get or arnold get tased you know that type of stuff kind of takes me out a little bit but overall i i mean it's an incredibly immersive movie with a spectacular world that they build behind it I completely agree. I gave it a nine as well. Nothing to add. Mark, you nailed it. Jake? Uh, I gave it a seven and a half. I agree mostly, I, but I also mentioned more so than Mark, and we flip-flopped from our normal stance on this. I actually wanted more in this one to explain the whole replacement bit. Outside of that, I think the way they built the world around what it is like to exist in this world was tremendously well done. It's just that when it shifted to that supernatural side... It left me with more questions than I wanted for some reason. Maybe it's because it was doing such a good job of making me like feel sucked into what it had going for it that that shift to yeah, the supernatural that. was a jarring one. I don't know. It. I still have questions about those. So I don't know. Fair enough. Let's go take us into Scare Factor. Mark, what is your Scare Factor score? I gave it a six and a half, but I think this is one where your mileage may vary pretty significantly. It's since it's. A, the primary horror here is psychological based, so it's kind of just however it hits you at the time that you watch it. Um, nothing outwardly scary, no like jump scares here, but it does just have a kind of that like creepy vibe to it. Uh, so I would definitely put it above average, relatively, but like a you know by a full point, give or take. Mark, you and I are in pretty lockstep here. I gave it a six as well. I I'm glad I'm going first. I hate nose- it when I go second <laughs> or third and I just give the same exact score. The nose breaking scene is pretty. Ugh, rough yeah. to watch. Yeah, but and is. also, I mean, this is I'm sure much more affecting to a woman who's dealing with a lot of the problems women have to deal with that I as a very a landed white, white male. <laughs> yep. Um and and also just an enormous person. I don't I very rarely feel physically <laughs> intimidated. <laughs> enormous person privilege. <laughs> yes, I have that. So I uh I'm giving it a f- 6, but it 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 I imagine this could be very frightening, depending on who you are, Jake. Uh, five. I have nothing to add. Okay, that's going to take us into world. Nope. You came in Effects. below average. You have nothing to add. I, it's you said it's like kind of around that line. You okay. went a little above average. Mileage may vary. I agree. I gave it a five. Fair. Okay. Effects or judicious lack thereof, Mark. Uh, I don't know why, but this movie's like trying to convince me to go lower, and I don't. I don't really get that because the effects in this movie are fantastic. I, I ended up giving it an eight. And I was really like walking my way through the entire thing, parsing out like, why is this not judicious lack thereof? What are they doing here? The set design, I think, is ultimately what it came down to, where they create these like pretty impressive sets for the for the women to to shoot these shows on. She does a guest show in the house. They walk through the house and have all this other all these other prop things happening. And that's to say nothing of the brutal nose smashing scene and all of the other props that they use throughout this movie of the fake knife, the fake gun, that type of stuff. Uh, and also the Mexican restaurant. Not really, not really like, I, I'm sure that is just a Mexican restaurant that they set in. Uh, but even then, the lighting is something that probably needs to be factored in here, right? Like, Well, yeah, I mean, the, the effects here are like the chat rooms themselves. That yeah, so and I, that that's the last one that I had that I wanted to talk about is all of the on-screen animations around the emojis and the tips and yeah. the 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 fucking th- that I said earlier the Pavlovian response that I have to that tip sound is also definitely an effect that has 100%. a bearing on how I feel about this movie. Yeah. So 
I gave it an eight. I don't know why yeah. I want to go lower. I could see this going much higher too. Like mm. I, 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 I'm I like curious it. where you guys. It's are go with interesting, this. Mark. I gave this a six, and mm. the reason is all of the effects in this feel like they're in service of making this look as realistic and believable as a like cam girl chat room as possible. So I can't credit it too much because they're emulating reality and they're doing it effectively, but they're not pushing the boundaries in in a way like you know what I mean? It's 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 hard yes, to credit it too much when all it's doing is just replicating an existing thing very very yeah, it's more earnestly. of like an appreciation for the fact that they had to do it. Which is why I time. put it into world building rather than effects. Yeah, I think I that's think fine. that's where yeah. it goes. So, yeah. yeah, it's a six for me, Jake. I gave it a seven. Um, my step down for Mark was basically for the same reason as Jack, but I still, I guess I, maybe it was the opposite of double Jeopardy, but I have some appreciation. Single regular Jeopardy? No, like. This was just Jeopardy? No, no, like double Jeopardy supposed to be bad. This like what's when you're like. Um, Jeopardy. Double counting, double benefit. Benefit. It's quadruple times jeopardy? two. That's wrong. That's that's just four times bad. You don't want that. Hmm. What's th- what's two times good? Single jeopardy. Two times good. <laughs> Half jeopardy. Gave it seven. Half jeopardy. Let's get an overall mark. What's your overall score? I gave it an eight and a half. I mean, I I think this is an extremely well put together movie. It's highly rewatchable. Uh, some of these ones that you go back and you rewatch, you're like, okay, I don't need to. I don't need to pick that back up Especially again. Especially after you know the twist with this one, you know what I mean? But it's just fucking captivating. And maybe that's just something about the industry itself. Maybe it's something about how smart how smartly it's written. I I don't I don't really know, the but I could itself. I could see e- I could easily see putting this thing back on and just immediately getting sucked in. Right? Like if I come home and and my wife just has this on, I will probably just sit down next to her. Yeah, and neglect not. your child, watch it. Yeah. Uh, she'll be there too. <laughs> Maybe you won't be paying attention though, because you'll be paying attention to the movie. No, not until she like. It, it, usually, there's like a loud bang from the background, and then whether or not crying starts. That's yeah, but that's because of the neglect. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I fun. gave this, this an eight. Mark, Mark I didn't like the you. joke. It was just this a joke. A, it was not a great joke. <laughs> it was a good joke. <laughs> this is good. a really good movie. Uh, it's really watchable. <laughs> I too was surprised at how uh, much I enjoyed it on the second viewing. I wasn't say what you gave it again. Sorry, an eight. Okay. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did on rewatch, but it is still very captivating. It's well put together. It's very smartly written. It has a lot of interesting things to say, and it's uh, just a really good movie. Kind of a gem of a little uh, weird first-time outing for a lot of cool filmmakers I'm excited to follow. Jake! Yeah, I think it's underseen. Uh, I gave it a 7. I I think this is a a well-made movie. Jack, I'm happy that you mentioned that this is apparently from some folks that really don't have much experience making film of this kind at least and it's a hell of a thing to behold so really the only thing i have to say in terms of why i came in lower than you guys is just to reiterate that i think some of that supernatural element knocked me for a bit of a loop in not the right way so still good Fair one enough. though. i agree to whom the hell would you recommend this Mark. most people like it's, most people it's a little tricky because it is a movie about I'm not going to tell my parents girls. to watch it. Right. It requires a certain <laughs> amount of discretion. You also, I think, it, it behooves a viewer to have a certain amount of familiarity with the cam girl world. Like, at least, you know, that it exists and that this stuff feels like a believable cam girl website. How? I mean, honestly, though, this is going to be an interesting conversation I have with my parents next time. I <laughs> How familiar them. are your parents I, yeah, with hey, cam hey, girl hey, pornography? Hey, mom and dad. Do you guys know what cam girls are? <laughs> But honestly, though, like, aren't 
don't people know what cam girls are? Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. People, I think people know what they are. But there's there's like movies I would recommend to my coworkers, and this I would hesitate to do so because of the additional, uh, I'll say societal weirdness surrounding sex work is also part of the like weirdness in recommending this movie. That's could not right, it the lens but it does like, exist. I think you could do it from a lens of like how this takes that on, though. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. But you're. St- I'm also still. I'm not. This isn't going to be the movie I recommend to another government employee with whom I. Yeah, work I can at, see like, that being an uncomfortable. Thing. Oh yeah, like yeah. if you meet a, a senator or the governor or something, just be like, "Hey, have you seen?" Cam? Oh, dude, they're like those are my those are my coworkers. Yes, yeah. the senator and go- the senator, the of senator Hawaii and the governor <laughs> and the governor. They're already in that world, man. <laughs> you say I, I, hey, I you was going to say something. I they're like Barney. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, I, think the, I think those are the conversations that are happening within the Capitol of like, oh, what Cam Girl site's your favorite? Oh, that one? Cool. Uh, it's sh- probably shockingly not that far off. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a joke, but it's also kind of not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> now, my last job, this kind of conversation would have been happening regularly when I worked in private law. <laughs> I know exactly, around, I know exactly what you're referring to. <laughs> I, I, was at, I was at your office for 10 minutes twice, and it came out <laughs> both times. <laughs> <laughs> or worse so yeah the next time someone brings up cam girl sites in conversation just recommend this movie to them there you go i mean that certainly works and this is sure. a movie <laughs> that is worth works. recommending it has a lot of interesting stuff to say about cam girl sites it's also like genre fans who i know like are won't be you know in in the if I don't have to feel societally weird about recommending a movie that surrounds sex work, then, then I'm happy then you'll to recommend, recommend this it. to anyone. That's a, yes, that's a way to distill it, yeah. If I don't have to feel weird about recommending it, then it's a recommend. Right. We don't have to tackle that with a lot of other movies. Here's but... the problem with that, though. I feel weird most of the time. That makes sense. Checks out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just up shit creek then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. I think so. You probably shouldn't recommend it. Mark's going to have to take Got a break it. from recommending his favorite cam girl sites to recommend this movie about cam girl sites. <laughs> and yeah. it's totally going to break the flow of the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we get the fuck out of here? Yes, leave. please. This is the part where we leave. This has been episode 248 of the A to Z Horrorcast. If you're still here hanging out and you like what we got going on, as Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, there are so many places that your money can be going right now that actually need it consider one of those those links are down there in the description below also we have a patreon you might want to consider that but only after you thought about doing something good for the world that said all of our proceeds are still going to feeding america worth noting as always the music is coming at you from super bear the links down there in the description below as well and next week we are going to get near the end i think of this current crop of horror movie selections we're going to watch wait until dark that's coming at you roughly one week from today and we'll see you then Until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some more movies. Have a great week, everybody. Turns out all tasers hurt.